your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wednesday, October 13th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is Daily Podcast, where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Ramondo Velez from PantherParkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at Man 12 You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore F. L.A. Panthers, and thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. You can also follow the National Show and the Crosscheck NHL Show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark as they'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Wow, so what a great opening night, <laughs> wouldn't you say? Uh, I mean, if you're, uh, I. If you're a Panther fan listening to this, I'm sure you're uh, thinking results-based, too, based on the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, defeating the Tampa Bay Lightning by a final score of 6-2 with no uh, Sidney Crosby and uh, Evgeny Malkin. And the banner-raising ceremony for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Wasn't able to catch that one, but was able to catch the second game of the doubleheader between the Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights. and. My goodness, uh, it's still incredible scenes at T-Mobile Arena, how, how they do their pregame stuff, and it's very Vegasy, even though it's a city that I've never been to. A question that many people ask themselves in the middle of the second period that I asked was, where's the scoring going to come from for uh, Seattle? And then, lo and behold... Ryan Donato gets the first goal in uh, Seattle Kraken history. The Seattle Kraken actually make a bit of a comeback before uh, the Vegas Golden Knights eventually pull away late in the, excuse me, midway through the third period. So that's going to be fun to watch uh, over there on the West Coast with the new uh, expansion team in Seattle. Saw a lot of uh, action from former Florida Panther. Alex Weber, who got himself quite a quite a bit of a payday o- over there, so great great to great to see former Florida Panthers uh, succeeding. Jared McCann, another uh, former Panther, got on the score sheet there. But today's episode, we're going to talk more about predictions. In this first segment, we're going to talk about the national predictions of who thinks who's going to end up where, some trophy considerations. And some individual awards. So, in this ESPN article that John Butchergrass, former guest of the show, posted yesterday, he posted on who thinks who's going to win a division. Uh, and these are 22 people of ESPN voting in each different category on who they think will end up where. So, for the Florida Panthers in the Atlantic Division, do you know how many people think that the Florida Panthers will win the division? I'm, I mean, I'm not in this uh, poll to vote, but 
I've been very uh, pounding on the table thinking that they're going to do their absolute best to win the division and that they're going to do everything in their power too. And 10 of those, of the 22, think that Florida Panthers are going to win the Atlantic. Those include John Allen, Brian Boucher, John Bouchagrash, Ryan Callahan, Linda Cohn, Tim Kavanaugh, Don Del Greca, Vince Massey, Victoria Matias, and Kevin Weeks as well. Former Florida Panther Kevin Weeks. So, a lot of people are very high on this team going into this season, and I'm very high on this team going into this season. And Bill Zito talked about it the other day in his presser, talking about how he hasn't really checked too much on the ticket sales of the Florida Panthers for opening night, but a lot of people are starting to like get their tickets together. And something I highly recommend for each and every one of you living in the region specifically, that you do whatever it takes to make this game if you Number one, if you can afford it, and number two, if you have the time, and because it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting time because you just got the captain resigned, and it's a foundation that's built to be sustainable for the first time in a long time. And I'm, I am going to be able to make it down there for opening night. So, if you want to meet up with the me and we chat for a little bit in between intermissions or before game uh send me send me a dm the dms are open and the either on twitter or on email and i can meet up with some of you guys because it's great to uh interact with people in person and you know instead of you know me through someone through a microphone so so it would be cool to have that in person interaction but back to some of the other predictions. I'm not going to go through the other divisions. A lot of them are Avalanche. A lot of them are Vegas. A lot of the other ones are New York Islanders in the other ones as, as the majority, but not going to say uh, specific names. Hart Trophy. We got one vote for Alexander Barkov, and it's John Butchergrass, the same exact person who posted this article, who I saw it from. and. Uh, Alexander Barkov, uh, at 26 years old, uh, just entering his prime and he's going to, uh, and he has an opportunity as well, in my opinion, to, uh, win the Rocket Richard for the most goals this season. I, I believe he can really compete with the Austin Matthews of the world for sure for, for the Rocket Richard, because he, especially if he doesn't go cold. And he, I know he's never scored 40 in his life, but I think this will probably be the first time he is going to score 40. And Doug Plagans is another person who's been on the show thinking that Alexander Barkov will score 40, 40 goals this season. Next one is Art Ross Trophy for the leading point getter. And this one is, this one is not even close to the amount of people who think. Connor McDavid <laughs> by a lot. Rocket Richard, a lot of people have Austin Matthews, Leon Dreisaitl as as one. 
a lot of people have Nikita Kudrov, David Pasternak there. Norse Trophy. Only two people in this have Aaron Ekblad as the possible Norse Trophy winner. Most of the votes went to Kale McCarr, who was the runner-up last year to Adam Fox. Another one is Charlie McAvoy. Something I asked the host of Locked On Bruins, Ian McLaren, about is like, what are your chances of a, what are the chances of a Norris Trophy coming Charlie McAvoy's way? And he says, yeah, he has a future to to definitely win it, win it one day. And so two of them have Aaron Eckblad. And Aaron Eckblad, let's not forget, this guy was on a pace to to possibly be a Norse Trophy finalist before he did go down with that gruesome leg injury in Dallas in late March. Those two people who voted in Ekblad as the Norse Trophy winner, Vince Vassi and Victoria Matias. So those are the two. Vesna Trophy. None of any Florida Panthers players, as you could expect. Most of them have Vasilevsky, Connor Hollivuk. Some have UC Soros and... Some others have uh, Philip Grubauer, who was a finalist last year, but now had a change of scenery. Actually, one there's actually one vote for a Florida Panther. Now that I uh, scrolled a, a little bit, one person has Spencer Knight <laughs> in this one. Funny enough, John Tortorella, former coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. I completely forgot that John Tortorella joined the ESPN uh, crew over there. Yeah. Kind of strange to have uh, Spencer Knight as the as the as a person who would probably uh, win the Vesna Trophy in his very first season. I don't know what are the chances of that, but that great that John Tortorella really believes in the kid. I mean, John Tortorella was also the coach on the other side when Spencer Knight made his debut. So I guess John Tortorella John Tortorella was impressed by the performance. And then here's another one. Calder Trophy. The favorite is Cole Caulfield. I mean, he was just in the Stanley Cup final with the Montreal Canadiens last last season. After being a healthy scratch early in the playoffs because of quote-unquote inexperience, they got him in, and he fit right in, and his running mate, uh, Nick Suzuki, just got a pretty nice extension from the Montreal Canadiens. So that's going to be a tandem that's going to be together for a long time. So, Cole Caulfield has the majority of the votes with 10. Spencer Knight actually has eight of these, those being Brian Boucher, Sean Allen, Linda Cohn, Emily Kaplan, Peter, Peter Lawrence Riddell, Victor Massey. John Tortorella is another one. He thinks he's going to win the Vesna and the Calder next year. So, a lot of high praise for the young kid, the 20 year old kid coming in. and. The fact that the Florida Panthers were able to snag him at uh, 12th overall just two years ago in, excuse me, 13th overall in the 2019 uh, entry draft. Goalies don't get drafted high there that often, but you got Bobrovsky and Knight in the same offseason. And also, quite a few articles have come out based on ranking goalie tandems in the NHL. And Greg. Greg Wachinski had one ranking them inside of the top 10. And there's there's another article, I forgot who it was by, who had this tandem also in the top 10 for goalies as well. So 
many many are high on the Florida Panthers uh, goalie tandem, that's for sure. So in the next segment, we're going to get to our fan poll predictions for this upcoming Florida Panthers season. So keep it right here on your first listen of the day. Locked on, Panthers. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you are missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. You want to know what my favorite flavor is of these selections? It's the cookies and cream. What? Cookies and cream, anything, ice cream, goat bars, any anything cookies and cream related. Why not? It's a very obvious choice. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Four to five grams of sugar and only four to five net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. There's also the grasshopper cookie flavor, which is like the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all the sugar with 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. Order today and you'll get the grasshopper cookie or the raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that great? So go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 over at built.com. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And I want I sent out a tweet on the LO underscore FLA Panthers Twitter page, along with announcing it yesterday to send in your bold predictions so I could read them on the show because this show is about you guys. This show is about uh, entertaining you guys, bringing in some perspective as well, and to get some of your thoughts on the show, if you were to email me, have any questions, whether it's in the DMs or via tweets as well. So keep sending on in like those questions and those predictions. But as far as preseason predictions, got all of them from what I got this morning here, recording this at 6.23 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. So first one is from... Daniel Phipps, he says, Hi, Rhonda. Hope you're doing well. Enjoyed the show this morning. Some predictions for the podcast. Not sure how bold some of them are, but here it goes. Owen Tippett cracks 30 goals if he stays with Hubie and Bennett. I believe it. After a tough October, based on history, Bob has an improved season of a 9-10 save percentage, and Mackenzie Weger wins the Norris. Wow. <laughs> Love that one of uh, Mackenzie Weger winning the Norris because even strength, Mackenzie Weger was just one of the best defensemen in the whole league, and that was when Aaron Eckblad went down. He did also give a division standings prediction. The order, I'm going to go reverse order from worst to first. Buffalo, Detroit, Montreal. Not very high on Montreal. Ottawa takes a step a little bit in the right direction with their rebuild being over, quote-unquote. Toronto, fourth. Boston, third. 
Florida second, and then Tampa Bay winning the division. So not, not seeing the Stanley Cup champions slowing down even though they lost a, a third line and even though they didn't look good opening night. But hey, that's opening night. Opening night. That's why we play 82 of these games. Some more predictions based on tweets that were sent to me. Neil Bennett says, Panthers have four all-stars. Barky, Huberdo, Ekblad, and Sam Reinhart. So, the NHL just announced the other day of the all-star game being in Vegas with the logo also revealed as well. Something I talked a little bit briefly last season is that the NHL is going to try again to bring the All-Star game back to Sunrise, Florida. Not this season, but the next season, I believe it is. I don't know it on the top of my head, but I believe it's the season after that the Florida Panthers will be hosting the NHL All-Star weekend. And this year's All-Star weekend is going to be based in early February, and then right after is the Olympic break. So a lot of players are going to be traveling from here to Vegas, to Beijing, China. So a lot of the players all, will also get a lot of rest in between. Second one is from Brandon. He says, Petrano will score the first Florida Panthers goal on opening night. I wouldn't be surprised. Mr. Clutch found a way to find the net last season, being con- consistent based on, especially when you needed a goal from him most late in the game. Bang Pichano was there. Brian says, Lundell gets a point in his first career game. Love it. Love, love this one. Max Rivet says, Sergey Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight win the Jennings Trophy. And that trophy is based on the best goalie tandem in the NHL. I believe it's based on save percentage. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Be- feel free to uh, message me if I get that one incorrect. Alexander Tafolt says, the Florida Panthers will become one of the most popular teams in the league this year. Buddy, I think they're already there. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I listen to a lot of hockey podcasts along with being a podcaster myself. And they're mentioned quite a bit around the landscape of the league. And maybe it's because I'm listening to this stuff 24 7 outside of doing this. So I get a lot of that reassurance that I need as a fan, as a person who covers this team, somebody who's very high on this team, too. I see them being mentioned consistently, uh, as well as my group chat that I have with my other Locked On hosts around the NHL network. A lot of them are picking the Panthers to be in the Stanley Cup final, <laughs> and I made it clear that I'm not going to choose my own team based on predictions on who wins, and I didn't. I didn't pick the the Florida Panthers to. Uh, I didn't pick them to win the Stanley Cup, but I will get more of that in the next segment, uh, talking about my predictions on the season. But yeah, a, a lot of a lot of uh, national people, along with my fellow Lockdown hosts, are very high on the Florida Panthers. So I think they're already there, buddy. But hey, 
I, I like the optimism too. Neil Bennett <laughs> set another one saying Stanley Cup or bust. I mean, Bill Zito put his all ch- all his chips forward for this year with the giving up a first for Sam Reinhart, giving up a second for Sam Bennett. So it 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 has to be right. You sign your captain. You ha- it has to be. Huberto's next. So. Decker says, Bobrovsky gets a shutout in his first start. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I think he's the opening night starter because you got to give the veteran a chance. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to actually look this up as we speak. But I think in his first two years with the Florida Panthers, I think Sergey Bobrovsky only has one shutout during his time playing in a Florida Panthers uniform. I think it came in his very first season here. Bear with me. Only, yeah, only one shutout in the, in the very first uh, first season. So, yeah, only one shutout. So the chances of him having a shutout in his very first game, in the very first game of the season, I'm not counting on it. So, but hey, that's what that's why we have these bold predictions for a reason, right? So, if it happens, I will I will go back to this tweet and I will uh fully uh I'll fully give you a special shout out on the podcast for sure. That Decker that I'll say Decker, you got this one right and props to you. All right. Last one before the end of this segment is from Drew Hubi will get us the game-winning goal that finally ends our playoff drought. So we're thinking way ahead in the playoffs. Uh, so you think of uh, iconic goals in Florida Panthers history. I think of Dmitry Krulikov's empty netter against New- the New York Islanders in 2016 to seal their first playoff series win in 2016. I think of Ryan Lomberg's Game 3 winner against Vasilevsky in Game 3. Dimitri, excuse me, Dmitry Kulikov's uh, empty netter is, was Game 2, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in 2016. I also think of, even though I wasn't around uh, during this time, it was ni- 1996, the famous goal from Billy Lindsay in Round 1. And I think when if Huberto gets that goal to break the drought, which would be first time in now make it 26 years, that will be one to remember. And even when Lomberg scored that goal against Vasilevsky, that, and they didn't win the series, that was still a very iconic goal because it was a player that nobody thought would get the game-winning goal, and that's what made it so iconic and a possible momentum shift heading the Panthers' way, even though they didn't end up winning the series. But yeah, a franchise player in Jonathan Huberto breaking that drought and going into an offseason, next offseason, where you're going to have to start discussing his potential next contract, which now after seeing Alexander Barkov's new contract, there's no way that Jonathan Huberdeau is going to get more than $10 million. So that sends a message as well that 
Barkov is going to be the only one to make either 10 million or more. So nobody else is going to get more than that. So that's another thing to uh, keep in mind going into next offseason. So, and then third and final segment, I'm going to go over my bold predictions based on this upcoming Florida Panthers 2021-2022 season. So keep it right here on your first listen of the day. Locked on, Panthers. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BattleOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BattleOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From football to basketball, boxing to hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, and thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. So going back to bold predictions, we got the national media perspective on where they think the Florida Panthers will finish. Then we had you, the fan, your predictions based on this season. And I have quite a few predictions on how the season is going to turn out for the Florida Panthers and the Locked On NHL Network asked each and every host to submit their bold prediction. So without further ado, here is my bold prediction for the upcoming 2021-2022 season. This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast making this bold prediction for the Florida Panthers for the 2021 2022 season and my bold prediction is that Spencer Knight will become the full-time starter in net for the Florida Panthers. The truth is in the first two seasons of Sergei Bobrovsky's seven-year 70 million dollar contract it's just been underwhelming to say the least and I don't anticipate that Sergei Bobrovsky will ever be back to Vesna trophy form during his time in Columbus and Philadelphia. So, with how Spencer Knight has emerged in his four regular season starts and the last goalie standing in the first round of the playoffs against the Tampa Bay Lightning in last year's first round, and how he's looked in the prospect uh, tournament for the Florida Panthers so far, it gives me a great reason to believe that Spencer Knight will become the full time starter for the Florida Panthers at just 20 years old. So, That is my bold prediction for the Florida Panthers. And for some context there, uh, that prediction video that I sent over to the Locked On NHL Network for them to add the music and put it on the actual Locked On Podcast Network Twitter page was submitted before any of the preseason games happened and any at the end of the prospect tournament. So, I I couldn't make my boldest prediction, but now after seeing a few preseason games, yes, it's a we don't want to get too excited after these preseason games, especially with the start that the Florida Panthers had and losing these 
the last two games based on facing off against the Tampa Bay Lightning, though both teams were not at full strength. But after seeing Owen Tippett perform the way he did, whether it was with the Hubie and Bennett line or not, dude was still creating his own shot. So I think that Owen Tippett is going to be a 25-goal scorer this season. He's going to get 25 goals this season based on him being in that top six, and he's going to take it on to another level. And again, this is a guy that many were giving up on fairly quickly. Had a hard time finding the lineup early on, but he was a rookie. And so I think he's definitely on his way to have an even better season. Got 19 points in 52 games, but most of that was spent on the bottom six before finding his way to the top six and even there in the playoffs as well. I also think that Sergei Bobrovsky will get his save percentage to at least the 910s. First season was 900, second season was 906. So I think that he'll find a way to get 910. But even with that 910 save percentage, I think that Spencer Knight will have a big coming out party that he'll still be the full-time starter by the midway point of the season, I will say. Because Coach Q doesn't care how much you make, he's going to ride with the hot hand. Another player or prediction that I have is something I teased about earlier is I believe Alexander Barkov has an opportunity to win the Rocket Richard trophy for most goals scored this season. And like I said in the first segment, Austin Matthews is definitely a candidate to definitely win the award. And that's not an award that's voted for. It's just a, a an award of your actual performance. So you'll see who you'll see right by season's end of who will lead the the league in scoring and who will get that title. Looking up uh, Austin Matthews's uh numbers as we speak. So some of the seasons that he's had ever since he made his debut in 2016-2017. 40 goals, 34, 37, 47, and 41 in that shortened season last year. So, again, Alexander Barkov hasn't even scored 40, but if you can get 40 to 45, then you have a chance, definitely, to, to win the Rocket Richard. And I think that's another player who will challenge that along with Austin Matthews as far as the points leader I'm not touching that <laughs> I, I don't think anyone can touch what Connor McDavid can do and as far as his ability to find other open players and having the running mate that he has in Leon Dreisaitl I mean I mean the Florida Panthers have three of the top four picks in, on their team currently, and the only one they're missing is Leon Dreisaitl. So when they face the Oilers, all the top four picks will be from that same draft in 2014 will be on the ice together. So 
crazy to think that Florida Panthers still have three of the four on their on their roster. So this last one right here is one that is something you've heard me say, but I will say it again. I think the Florida Panthers will win their first playoff series since 1996. Very, very strong opinionated on that, that they'll win the division and they will face off against the Tampa Bay Lightning in round two. And they will meet each other again. I think whoever wins that series between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers will not make it to the Stanley Cup final, though. I will not make a prediction at this time of who wins the series between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers, but I don't think either of them will get past the New York Islanders in the Eastern Conference final, and that the New York Islanders will lose to the Colorado Avalanche in the Stanley Cup final, and the Colorado Avalanche, this core that they have with Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, they resigned Gabriel Landeskog, they got Darcy Kemper in a trade from the Arizona Coyotes after being unable to re-sign Philip Grubauer, I think that they'll find a way to hoist the Stanley Cup by season's end and that they will do it by defeating the New York Islanders. So I don't think either Tampa Bay nor Florida will advance to the Stanley Cup final. But it'll be a season of progression for the Florida Panthers and it'll be a... We set the foundation last year with winning a playoff series so it's time to take that step forward, and you've heard me say it, but I'm, I feel very strongly about what the Florida Panthers can do this season in continuing to build that foundation and creating a, as Pierre Lebrun said in his athletic piece with Sasha Barkov, re-signing with the Cats, destination franchise, so it'll be a step in the right direction, so... Yeah, so this was a fun one, uh, getting the national, the fan, and giving my predictions based on the season. We are one day away from opening night, and South Florida's pumped about this team, and many around the NHL landscape see a lot of great things with this team, So, and I couldn't be happier to be covering this this team as the Cats are searching for that first playoff series win since 1996 so it's it's gonna be fun wins are winning or losing it's going to be fun just watching this team because this is a very this team has a lot of talent around it there's gonna be some ups and downs but the fact to that i get to cover a a hockey team and it is something that i couldn't be more grateful for so and thank you guys the listeners for sending in your bold predictions via tweets and emails so continue to send those in based on any questions you have either through the first week of the season or the first month of the season or even near the trade deadline whenever you have a question feel free to reach out to me and i'll do the best of my ability to answer them so if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the lockdown florida panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed make sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark as they'll be covering all the regular season activities around 
the National Hockey League. And when you're done listening to this episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms, so subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Tom so Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.